0: Welcome to Crime Time. You're listening to Lee and Eddie's
1: Detection Selection. Welcome to Crime Time, a podcast discussing all things crime, thriller, horror, suspense and mystery fiction. We've made it to season five. This is episode seven. I'm Lee. That's...
0: It's me, Eddie. And here we go. Yeah. Speaking of suspense. (gasps) I'll tell you later.
1: Oh. Shots fired.
0: Woo! Uh, We're talking about Jocelyn Jackson.
1: Never have I ever.
0: Woo! And we're talking about uh, Sébastien J'appriseau. Ooh. A very long engagement. You always bring in the fancy stuff. I'm a a
1: fancy guy. I guess I'm just assuming it's fancy because it's French, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, well, that's racist. (laughs) It's like my
1: Australian (laughs) (laughs) tendency.
0: All right, well, let's get into it. Quick question. Yeah. Have you ever... Yes. Killed him man.
1: <gasps> Not that I know of. Not to my knowledge.
0: Everyone, Lee is drinking! <laughs> Lee is drinking! <laughs> a murderer. Okay, tell me about this. Never Have I Ever, Jocelyn Jackson.
1: Okay, so you know that old school game that I guess kids used to play and I think still gets thrown around at parties at times, Never Have I Ever? Yeah. So I would say, I have never, and it would be something that I've done.
0: Right, yeah. Right? So you so... say, Never Have I Ever made a great podcast, and I would drink but you wouldn't. <laughs>
1: I'm just getting confused. You're getting too complicated. For no, me. no, no, no.
0: I, I was making a joke saying that your podcast is bad, but mine's great. It's, you know.
1: It's funny because it's both it, of Yeah, ours. yeah. Exactly, it can yeah. be two things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, you know, postmodernism says yes.
1: <laughs> no, okay. So I would say never have I ever drank a beer. Right, yeah. And then if you had drank a beer, you would drink a beer. I would drink, well, I would drink whatever was <laughs> in my hands. But I don't like beer. So oh, I'm getting this all wrong. But I think people get the gist. <laughs>
0: I think most people already knew But now they're confused Anyway You know that
1: game that you always play as well I think it's in the same family And it's like two truths and a lie
0: Yeah, yep It's that classic icebreaker Yes Where you're like uh, Hi, my name's Zeddy uh, I grew up in a circus I'm a host on a hit uh, Internet podcast Internet po- um, Yeah And I'm really cool Figure out the lie <laughs>
1: Is it the podcast?
0: <laughs> I think it's the
1: podcast. All right, you get the gist, right? I'm going to guess. So so this book, um, I guess, revolves around... Well, it doesn't revolve around this game, but this game plays an important part in this story. Right. So we have... I'm going to keep it short and sweet, but we have this main character. Yeah and she's done something pretty bad in her early life
0: oh my god okay but does it come out in a game of never have i ever like are they like never have i ever defrauded all of my close friends amy <laughs> and she's like oh shit, drinking everyone's like fucking knew it cops come in they're like you're nicked mate <laughs> it's like a lie detector test they're like this stands up in court brenda <laughs> <laughs> the judge is just the front banging the gavel being like that's legal <laughs>
1: Yes, that's actually the plot line of the story. I thought so. I wrote it. <laughs> no, so this woman, um, main character Amy, she has a small baby and there's a nice husband and uh, he came with a child from a previous marriage, but right. she's like mum to this kid yeah, as well.
0: Yeah. When you say small baby, like, do you mean like pocket size? <laughs> like, like
1: fits in her ear. No, <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Like one or two. Small bub. Right. Okay. And she lives in this like what I imagine to be a very white, wealthy, a uh, mum stay-at-home suburb. Right, okay. And all the mums know each other, and they have, like, a monthly book club.
0: Oh, wow. So it's really, like, off a off a TV show set in the US where a murder's happened. Yes. Yeah, okay, I love it.
1: Uh, and it, it's just, it's, it's incredibly easy to read. You can just, it's that kind of book that you might, like, read in the bath, and you just, like, sink right into it. Okay. Metaphorically <laughs> and physically.
0: See, this is where you and I really part ways, because... Recently, everybody, Lee and I went on holiday. Well, I say holiday. It was a romantic getaway. It was a romantic getaway. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't,
1: it was a very intense, (laughs) busy family holiday
0: Yeah, yeah So, uh, and we were staying in this Airbnb, it had a bathtub And Lee was like, goodbye everyone, I'll be in the bath And I stayed there for three days straight (laughs) The wrinkliest man I've ever seen (laughs) Anyway, and at some point Lee was like, you should go up, just go have a bath, read in the bath Anyway, I filled up this bath, I sat in it, I pulled out the book and I was just like, nah! (laughs) No! can't do well because immediately i was like because it's a book that i'm reading for work so um well, you know and, and i wanted bad. to like annotate it no, you know what you're doing <laughs> work in the bath I, I thought i'd be like winston churchill didn't he do that uh, i mean he's a wanker anyway so uh, anyway so never have i ever no back to that bath on the <laughs> weekend there's there's two reasons that no
1: three reasons that you might not have liked it okay one it's uh, one of those triangle baths. Yeah. And you can't quite find a position that works. Exactly. Yeah. Two, it took like three hours to fill up. Yeah. Three, you were working in the tub. That's true. All
0: right. right, Well, I'll give it another go at another time. My partner recently bought one of those, um, Kindles that's paper, uh, that's, um, waterproof. So yeah, maybe I'll drop that in the bath. Is that for reading in the bath? I think it's, yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Like was the product designer like, the Kindle's all right. But what about for all those people that want to drop it in the bar? There's a market
0: there. It like cuts to you. You're the yeah. like, <laughs> you're like, the focus group and you're like, well, I brought some books from home and they're all just like wet. Like they're just uh, dripping.
1: I've got so many of them. Oh.
0: Okay. Okay. Never have I ever. Jocelyn Jackson. So Amy,
1: as I said, nice community, lots of mums. They have a monthly book club. Yeah. This new mum in town rocks up.
0: <gasps> and then the murders started. Her
1: name is Rue okay rue
0: rue like rue paul or like rue the day Ooh, Ooh, there's layers or just like she's about to make a bechamel oh yeah yeah that. she's like oh the plot thickens hey <laughs> oh 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 yeah uh
1: so she shows up and straight away there seems to be this like mm, what's the word like a tension attention or like a uh what's the word when you like have a frenemy oh and you're like keeping eyes on each other a rivalry ensues, and so usually they read the book but Rue turns up and like takes over the whole meeting Uh, it's everyone (laughs) wasted that actually means very drunk
0: okay yeah and then
1: starts playing this game and it's similar to never have i ever right but instead it's like everyone has to go around the group and say what's the worst thing you did today Today And then whoever did the worst thing wins that round. Wow. And then you have a shot.
0: Shall we have a go? Yeah, sure. Do what's, you have any what's, vodka? What's the worst thing you did?
1: To- <laughs> uh, worst
0: thing I did today,
1: I didn't take my dog for a walk.
0: Mate, that's a crime. And he I'm- looks at me like, I have no agency. How could
1: you do this to me? And I was like, well, I guess my feelings are more important than yours. And that's a terrible thing to think. Wow,
0: you're a, you're a monster. Yeah. Uh, but I got you beat. Go on. I just farted.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So whoever uh, wins that round takes a shot. And then you go, okay, what was the worst thing I did last week? What was the worst thing I did last year? What was the worst thing I did? Right? Amazing. So Amy, the main character of this book, really gets a feeling like she's being like really watched by Rue and that this game is in fact designed to torment her.
0: (gasps) Because
1: I will not reveal it, but Amy did something pretty bad. Wow. In her early life
0: that she's yeah. always been running from. And and now if she wants to win this game, she's yeah. gonna... <laughs> I feel like I'm exactly that competitive that this would work on me. People would be like, Oh, one time I stole a, a candy bar from a shop and I'd be like, I killed a man <laughs> You know what You're I'm like, saying? Damn it, Eddie you win again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they're like also we're calling the police and I'd be like, Worth it. <laughs> Amy ends up getting really stressed out and kicking Rue out of the house. (gasps) And then it becomes clear that Rue knows this information about her previous life.
0: But how?
1: Well, that's what you're going to have to read the book to find out. Really good book. Okay. But I've got a problem just with the overall plot. All right. Not in a real way, just in a conversational way. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So like, if someone comes to you and is like, I know that you killed that man in Rio. It's Reno, but...
0: wow i'm literally i'm getting out my ouija board i'm calling johnny cash and i'm telling on
1: you <laughs> okay so if someone said that to you yeah and you did kill a man in reno yeah what yeah. would you say i'd be like
0: i'm sorry what exactly yeah. i would be like dead face i do not know what you're talking about right i'm like if you killed someone and you covered that up at this point you're committed you're yeah. like no i did not like i would lie till i was blue in the
1: face is that the saying yeah i think that's the same. like i don't understand i guess the, the the idea in this book is that this person finds out this information about her right and she kind of admits it and then it's like all on donkey kong
0: wow see i was trying to figure out because you were like i don't know what this is about i thought you were talking about the saying i was like yeah what is that blue in the face blue in the face is it like you talk so much all of your air goes out Yeah, i'm telling the truth i'm telling the truth i'm telling the truth i'm telling the truth and i would
1: just go on until i was blue in the that's face that's really convincing yeah like, I ain't telling no stranger my deepest, darkest secret. Even uh, if they'd agree. be like, I know you did this thing. I'd be like, uh, you're, uh, that's not true, Brenda. <laughs> Imagine though, if someone's like, I know you did this thing. I'd be like,
0: yep, you got me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take myself to the cops, shall Whoa!
0: I? <laughs> I'm dancing, I'm dancing there.
1: No, it's actually such a fun read apart from that thing. So I guess that that's just the way she's crafted the narrative. But uh, yeah, then this woman starts trying to blackmail her. It just, it gets out of control in this small, sleepy suburb. Amazing. Uh, It's a really fun read. It's one of those books that you might read very quickly in the bath.
0: Alright, well, if you... If you read in the bath, let me know what your what your strategies are for, for that being a relaxing experience. Because I spend the entire time like, if I drop this in the bath, I'm going to be really upset. And also thinking, did I fill this up enough? Should I fill this up more? And then I was like, that's a waste of water, isn't it? No, I know what your problem is. This is
1: anxiety. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so what you're saying is it's not the bath. It's my brain. <laughs> So I was looking through my shelves for something to read the Mm -hmm, other day. mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, I'm in too good of a mood. I'm just too happy. What if I just read something harrowing? So I picked this up. It's uh, the uh, particular uh, publisher is vintage. It's Mm. their vintage war section.
1: I love these books. They're so pretty.
0: Yeah. It's gorgeous, isn't it? It's that matte cover. It's ideal. And this one is by Sébastien Jarpiseau. That's my, that's my my Frenchie yes. accent. Thank yes. you. Um, and it's a very long engagement. So a few years ago, I think maybe I say a few years ago. This is, I'm not a cool person. Like 10 years ago, <laughs> Audrey Tateau was in a film version of A Very Long Engagement. And basically the story follows Mathilde, who is trying to find out the truth of how her fiancé died in the first world war so it's set uh basically in the years after the first world war and her fiance along with four other men uh was condemned to execution for uh shooting his own hand to try and get discharged
1: i'm gonna have to stop you just for a second so i bring in the mummy book club. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And you come up with this stuff. I swear to you, it's a mystery. Okay, okay. (laughs) Look, neither of us is wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I might be. (laughs) Yeah, so he and four other men are condemned to die for for cowardice, I guess. Uh, But instead of executing them, they tie their hands behind their backs and throw them into no man's land. What is no man's land? So in between the trenches. So you've got the Germans on one side and the French (sighs) on the other, and the allies. Yes. And they just pop them up into no man's land. Oh, lordy. Right. So here's the thing. I've seen those films. Right. Yeah. No, it's fucking intense. What was that film called? Dunkirk. Dunkirk.
1: Yeah. So intense. Brutal.
0: So basically what happens is these men were actually pardoned. In, and and um, their sentences were commuted to, I think, um, life in prison or labor or something like that. Uh, but they were still thrown over the top of the trench. But then they're recorded as being in the official deaths of, like, a particular battle. Right. So it's kind of a cover-up. And Mathilde is trying to figure out what happened to her fiancé, whether or not it was her fiancé who was thrown over the top, why they were still thrown over the top, even though uh, they had been pardoned. So there's this whole kind of list of things and it unfolds in mostly letters. So it's, she, you know, she puts various advertisements into the newspaper saying, if you know anything about what happened in this trench on this date or any of these people, can you get in contact with me? And so she gets a lot of letters from people being like, oh, I was there three days before that and this is what happened. Wow. Uh, yeah. Hectic. Yeah, yeah. So, so wait, her,
1: husband, her partner. Her fiance. Her fiance fiance dies and she finds out that he shot himself in the hand to get out of the war. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Uh, And then this is found out. He gets charged in some way. Mm -hmm. Uh, He gets, his punishment is to be thrown out into the trenches. Yeah. But before that, but but, but then it
0: gets recorded that he was pardoned. So yeah, well, there's a letter of pardon. So she's like, well, why was he thrown over? And then people like, he wasn't thrown over. That never happened. Uh, And then there are people who were there and swear it happened. Right. And then there are other people who are like, no, 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 he was killed in battle.
1: I wonder if, um, cause things get very hectic in war yeah. and it's like, it's a very real situation. Yeah. And I wonder if people felt betrayed by his, what they perceived to be cowardice yeah, yeah. and chucked him out. Yeah. Fully. That's my, that's what I would yeah, suggest yeah. happened. Yeah.
0: So I think pretty early on, you find out that in this particular month, it's like bad timing in this one particular month, things were just so hectic and so bad that about 40 people did it like shot themselves in the hands or like hurt their hand in some way. And so the kind of like high command was like, now nah, we've got to stamp this out. This is not okay. So they picked like a few groups to like do something quite brutal to, wow. to like show that that would not be allowed.
1: If you just stop for a moment and think like war is so awful that people are shooting themselves right? to get out of it. Yeah. Just imagine what it must be like.
0: No, fully. Yeah. And I think that the, the thing that it does such a good job of, is having these people who are recounting events uh, to this woman who, you know, was not there. She she doesn't, she can't understand what it is that they've gone through, what kind of extremes had led to a situation like that. She's just really, you know, hurt and upset, really understandably. She wants some answers. She wants answers. And a lot of these people are like, look, you're not going to get answers. You know, they're like, I can barely remember what happened on any given day. I can tell you this, this and this, but maybe that didn't even happen that way. You know, it was horrible out there. It was brutal. And, you know, and there's a moment where she goes and she visits the site where it happened, where the trenches were, and it's just a field. Ah. And and so there's this kind of feeling of like, you know, it's been 10 years. She's still broken up about it. These people are still dead, but it's just a field. Yes. Yeah. So I think there's definitely a mystery at the heart of this. You know, there are all of these women who whose partners were thrown over or were they, you know, and they're all kind of trying to figure that out and come to terms with that in their own ways. Um, but Mathilde is particularly trying to track that down and, and really trying to figure it out.
1: Oh, so in some ways you've taken the mood down, <laughs> but in other ways you've taken our caliber up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me just say, j'appriseux again.
1: <laughs> um, that sounds great. I yeah. might even borrow from you. Yeah,
0: do it. I mean, look, if you like some harrowing shit with a mystery at its centre... I don't really. ...a very long engagement. <laughs> I'll lend it to your wife. She loves that shit. She'd be all over <laughs> yeah. it. I don't want to leave you in suspense for, for too long. Don't leave me hanging. You know, I, I know that you are experiencing a lot of antissa. <sighs> Patience. Oh, it's killing me. <laughs>
1: Anticipatory dread <laughs> Isn't that the worst Kind of anxiety Oh it really oh, is Oh my lord Yeah I just feel like I'd rather deal with The terrible thing Than be worrying About the terrible thing I
0: agree I agree Well you know No there are some things That I'm like It's a severe no Like the apocalypse Like the apocalypse I'd rather deal with The thinking about The apocalypse yeah. Than the actual apocalypse So You raised this Before we started uh, This episode Raised a lot of
1: things Eddie Yeah i a thinker <laughs> Yeah. Always thinking and raising. So. <laughs> that statue,
0: that, that was you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying suspense. What, what is suspense? Because, you know, at the start of every show, you say uh, this is a podcast discussing crime, thriller, horror, suspense and mystery fiction. And then I said to you,
1: you know, if suspense is in our genre of what we discuss, yep. does that mean that anything that creates a sense of suspense in us, mm. we can then bring on to the show? I think that's a really, it's a really good point. And then I suggested, if this is in fact true, can we please talk about my favorite Netflix show at the moment, which is Blown Away. All right. Is this, this is a glass blowing. It's a glass blowing competition show. And I don't know if you know this about me, but I detest glass art. Really? Like it's just part of my personality. Wow.
0: Okay. Hold on. For any glass artists who are out there, I'd just like to formally apologise on behalf of Crime Time Podcast.
1: I just, you know, you go to a little coastal town in yep. rural... No, <laughs> anyway, you go to a little town, right? And there's always like some glass art and it's just like a few blobs of, of a butterfly. Yeah. And I'm just like... And they're like, 30 bucks! I'm like, this is fucking boring. <laughs> but then this show came on and I was like, I have to watch it. For some reason, I was just drawn to it. And then I was hooked. You're
0: in suspense. I'm in suspense. Wow. Personally, I'm blown away by this. Yay! <laughs> you yourself said you've been watching it. I have. I have. I, yeah, I feel like I'm being a bit rude here by being like, oh, <laughs> glass art show. No, I am loving it. I'm I'm living for it. My favorite is Uh, uh Mine is Deborah. I love
1: her. <laughs> She's so odd. And like what I think of when I think of like a weird, odd, creative
0: person. Amazing. Mm. I think I'm just like, no because i feel like i'm so close to just being deborah you know what i'm saying like i feel like no but there's like there's like an oddness to
1: it that you know those people that don't have any um they're not watching themselves in any way like yeah. they have no um oh
0: they're 100 percent committed to the art yeah and
1: they're not like self-conscious in any way no. they're just like i'm just doing my thing and i'm not even thinking about how i'm being perceived which and, is like, my worst nightmare <laughs> but that is like my favorite kind of person like the yeah. odd bod that's just popping off And, like, no awareness of how they're coming across to anybody.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm, like, "Mm, three drinks from that at any given time. (laughs) Like, I'm serious. If I'm, like, three drinks in, I'm like, let me tell you about my thoughts on Kafka. And I literally, like, no filter will tell you 100% earnestly what I think the metamorphosis represents. And I don't think that's that cool. (laughs)
1: But, like, I have to say, I think I've only ever seen shit glass art because this stuff is incredible. Oh, there's
0: some gorgeous shit. Every now and then they put something out and I'm like... Rose. Could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely couldn't. I get so stressed when they're near that really hot glass. <laughs> and it's
1: so suspenseful because, like, they drop so much glass. So for yeah. people that haven't watched it, it's a, it's a competition show, like MasterChef, but instead of food, they're making glass art. Yeah. And I didn't know this, but glass art is really susceptible to breaking. Yeah. So they could be, like, three and a half hours into their four-hour competition time. Yeah. And then it just smashes.
0: Uh, yeah. It's heartbreaking and... I feel like if you were someone who loves Schadenfreude, this would be the show for you because you get to watch someone lovingly craft something and then they just drop it. And then they f- zoom in on that person's face right at the second after they've dropped their work of art. So if you love that feeling of just like, ha ha, ha sucks to be you mate, you'll love it. I don't. I, I found that really upsetting. Yeah, and, and like it's they're just
1: drenched in sweat because they're yeah. in this giant hot box. Yeah. Um, with furnaces and whatnot, making these beautiful art pieces, but they're just yeah. like dripping with sweat, dropping everything, and they have to have an assistant. So each of them has an assistant that they don't know. Yeah. So they're doing this like quite intimate thing yeah. of creating art, and and, and someone else
0: this. is like blowing in this tube while they spin it. It's. <sighs> I'm
1: not even gonna comment on that part. <laughs> I've got a few episodes left And let me tell you Eddie I am in
0: suspense Yeah well I think suspense I I think that you're right here In that things which are suspenseful Where you don't know how it's going to end Where you have an idea And you want it to end a particular way But you're not quite sure if that's what's going to happen And I think that I agree with you Which is why next episode I'm going to be talking about A little known book uh, By a, a young lady uh, Ms. Austin. The young lady. <laughs> young lady, Miss Austin. Uh, it's, uh, it's called Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and I want you to, uh... in the moment when I bring it up, next episode, when, when you're like, this is a crime podcast discussing all crime, crime, suspense, I want you to think about what you've done today <laughs> and know that it's on you, sir. <laughs> So I found
1: a loophole for you to bring in boring old books.
0: Even more of them.
1: I've got one. Clinkers. I'll never be stopped. What are clinkers? Do you remember like they're a candy? Oh, yes. They're covered in chocolate, but they've got a different color inside. And you don't know what color it is until you bite in.
0: I really think that that's the genre. I think that that really encapsulates. (laughs) I used to try and guess. Did you ever do that? Where you're like sitting around and you're like green and you bite it and it's orange. And you're I'm like, fuck! Of course, of course, orange were the worst. Yeah. Green, the best. I agree to disagree. I think pink was the best. Oh, I agree. Pink's the best. Yeah. That goes without saying. You
1: now yeah. I feel like candy. All
0: right. Well, uh, let's go. Let's go get some candy. All right.
1: Um, it's been real. Yeah. I'll see you next time.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, I might not be here. Probably be busy. I'm in suspense. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Uh, don't don't go wild with Antissa.
1: Patory anxiety. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>